guys, John Stockley here from Code Life Cymru. Uh, welcome to our summer edition, or episode, should I say. Um, I can't believe how uh, this past year has gone so quickly, because I can remember us doing what we're doing over the summer this time last year. But uh, this, this month, we're continuing our series on uh, the spiritual kit bag, if you like, and... Um, We've done community, we've done uh, the Bible, and we've done prayer. And we're going to finish this particular series off uh, this month with uh, life with the Holy Spirit, what that looks like, what that means, and how that helps us. I'm here with uh, my co-host, John Butler. And uh, John, it's really good to see you again. Sit oi heddu. Yeah, I'm Diolk. Shemai John. Yeah. Doing uh, doing Temlo um, Diane uh, Heavy. Uh, yeah. I'm is it sunny across today. there in in Faberistwith? As I said last time, it's always sunny here <laughs> when it's sunny. It is sunny today. Uh, and you've got you've got a, you've got the Aesteadford. Um, I say you've got the Aesteadford near you, but actually it's about an hour away in Tregaron, isn't it? So uh, yes, it's it's in our great county of Ceredigion. So yeah, we have we are the great uh, the county. county of the Aesteadford. Uh, 2020, actually, even though we're in 2022. We all know why that is, but we need not dwell on that any further. Let's not mention the C word. So what are we uh, what are we chatting about today then, John? Well, as you said, so we are uh, here to continue and conclude our kit bag series. Uh, so those avid uh, frequent listeners and subscribers amongst you will know that we've looked at community. We have looked at uh, prayer and the Bible, not necessarily in that order. And this time we are talking about uh, the presence of God, or in real terms, we're talking about the person of God in the Holy Spirit. Um, Because it is not possible, um, or we definitely won't get very far if we are not uh, living empowered and in the presence of the Holy Spirit. So that's what we're talking about today, the kit bag, why we need the Holy Spirit and what that might look like for us in our daily lives. Do you remember that uh, quote? I don't. I, I have no idea who said it because it's only just popped into my head now as we're talking about um, uh, if the Holy Spirit. I think we've talked about churches more than individuals, yeah. but um, if the Holy Spirit um, did not turn up on a Sunday morning, then five yeah. percent um, of what was normally done wouldn't be possible. Uh, so ninety-five percent <laughs> of what happens in a, in a church service on a Sunday morning is actually not dependent on the Holy Spirit. I think that's probably a bit harsh, but it's not where we're going, also, is it, to be fair? Also true. No, no, that's fine. It's, it's all good. It's all good, my friend. But no, but that's that's interesting, isn't it? Because I think there are moments in our life, perhaps, where we can just be doing stuff under our own steam. And I'm sure mm. we'll unpack that a bit more as we talk uh, this today. But I think in this episode, but also I think it's important for us to remember just how necessary uh, the Holy Spirit is, but almost how much, also how much of a blessing and a gift the Holy Spirit is to us, um, which I think you'd, you'd agree yeah, with yeah. me. I would wholeheartedly. Good, good. So when I was beginning to think about this subject, um, two two initial thoughts popped into my mind. Um, yeah, it's possible I have had more than one thought. I didn't say they were good thoughts; I just said they were thoughts. Um, one of them actually is a, is a quote by our good friend. Not that he knows he's our good friend because he's no longer with us. A. <laughs> w. Tozer, who we were yeah. talking about just before we came on online for this mm. recording, weren't we? Yeah. Um, uh, and there's a, there's a quote where he's talking about being filled with the Holy Spirit, and uh, the, the quote is this: uh, "Don't try to know everything about the Holy Spirit. This is you can't, but find Him in the Word." That's the Bible. 
for the Holy Ghost, as he writes, but we know it's the Holy Spirit, wrote this book. He inspired it and he will be revealed in its pages. Like, like so that. it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Don't try to know everything you can't. Find him in the word for the Holy Ghost wrote this book. He inspired it and will be revealed in its pages. And we talked last, well, we talked previously about the Bible and the importance of it. Um, and so there are a couple of thoughts that we're going to draw out from pages of scripture from the Bible today as we talk about the Holy Spirit. But also we want to be practical as well. Sure. And we want to talk about real, real life stuff, don't we as well, John? Yeah, we do. We always do. Yeah. I mean, there are so many verses in the Bible that talk about the Holy Spirit, talk about the need for, the necessity of, um, and we could spend far longer than we've got to talk, and I'm sure far longer than you faithful listeners have got to listen. Um, but uh, there's, a, there's a couple of verses we probably want to pick out and then chat through as we go. Does that sound good to you, John? It sounds really good to me. And I think, to be fair, we, we always... We, we've kind of got into like uh, this this label, haven't we? That we when we talk about people, we talk about spirit-filled followers of Jesus, spirit-filled Christians, and uh, and I think that's what we're after a little bit here, isn't it? Is how can we live in such a way that we're so spirit-filled that because um, let's be frank, we're, we're living through yeah. tough times, and yeah. um, the, the only way we get out of this, or the only way we can keep our sanity in this, I believe, is when we can see how God interacts in our lives, in our situations, and um, and helps us to to see what he's doing. Therefore, we need that Holy Spirit to be communicating into the deepest places of our hearts, like, yes. all, like continually, don't we? 100%, totally. Um, and I think you're right. Like It's not possible, really, if we're honest, to, to do life following Jesus, imitating Jesus, reflecting Jesus, without the Holy Spirit. No. Um, and I think that takes us nicely to that the, one of the first sort of moments in, in the Bible. We're going to look at two sort of passages or two verses from the book of John uh, that talk about the Holy Spirit and give us a bit of a an indication as to the importance, but also give us a bit of a, an encouragement of the promise as well. Uh, the first bit is when Jesus is having that midnight chat. I say midnight. I don't know if you know it actually was midnight, but we know it was dark mm. um, with um, Nicodemus because Nicodemus sneaks out because he wants to hear more about Jesus. He wants to hear about this Jesus he's 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 heard about, meet with him and, and listen to him. And Jesus uh, describes to him how um, it's only possible to be in the kingdom of God. So be a follower of Jesus, essentially, uh, having been born of the spirit. And so we understand that the Holy Spirit is more than just fuel. The Holy Spirit is essential for us coming to know Jesus and live like him. Uh, So John 3, 6, it says humans can only reproduce human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to human life. So don't be surprised you when I say you must be born again. And then the the verse I really want to focus on is is verse 8, because I love this. It says the wind blows wherever it wants. Just as you can hear the wind, but you can't tell where it comes from or where it is going. So you can't explain how people are born of the spirit. And so I think, Jesus, there is a there is an element of mystery there, isn't there? Like holy mystery yeah. about the Holy Spirit, because he's holy means other set apart. And so the Holy Spirit is quite different and distinct to us, obviously, because he's he's God. Um And so there is this element of, I guess, unpredictability, undefinability. I'm not sure that's a word. Um, It is now. Yeah, it is now. We've we've made it so. But that excites me um, because if if it was explainable and understandable, it wouldn't really be God, would it? 
No, it wouldn't. And and I think that's that's the key, isn't it? Uh, John Eldridge once said uh, that you can either have perfect understanding or you can yeah. have God. And wow. I think, yeah, yeah. I think he's right. And he wasn't offering perfect understanding because we wouldn't have that either. But, you know, if, yeah. we, if we seek all the answers and we've got to nail everything down, well, yeah. you can't have God that way, can you? No, that's that's true. I love that. That's really good. Um, yeah, I, I definitely would rather have God than perfect understanding. Me too. Me too. <laughs> and a God that I can't understand because otherwise it wouldn't be God for sure. So, yeah, so the Holy Spirit is a bit like, well, it's, it's a bit like the wind and people are born of the Spirit are a bit like the wind. So this now leads me to uh, something I mentioned to you again before we came online, which I really love. Um, and that is the, the Celtic Christian tradition of what they used to talk about, of how they used to talk about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm not even going to try and pronounce like the Celtic word for it, but essentially the, the, the direct translation or definition, if you like, um, is they would refer to the Holy Spirit as the wild goose. So um, capital W, capital G, wild goose. Um, in Welsh, we know the Holy Spirit as Ysbryd Glan. But um, yeah. I just wondered what that wild goose, what, what sort of pictures that conjures up for you, John, whether you think mm, that doesn't seem quite right to me or perhaps there is something of truth and therefore something new we can learn about the Holy Spirit in our lives through such a description. Yeah, I think I think to be fair, like you, I, I actually love the, the phrase the wild goose. Um, yeah. And, and it, it, it certainly doesn't doesn't conjure up oh what you're talking about there that can't be true because actually i think it does that it's like deep speaking unto deep if that you know i, I think mm. it just feels really really true and um i was um um I, i'm gonna try and take i'm gonna try and stay on topic here but i was watching um yolo williams i that uh, you know the the welsh um um nature guy um he's our version i'm glad i'm glad you decided not to go with naturist or naturalist because i could ne- i don't I know about fighting. you but i can never remember which one's which so we'll I go was... with the welsh nature guy <laughs> i was fighting that off i was like this is gonna go horribly wrong so I, i'm gonna go I, I, I could see the tension in your face as you were trying to remember which word is which if there's if there's either one of us each month who's going to come out with the wrong word it's always going to be me so I, i've got to be really really careful um some, some the guy said, who talks about nature but definitely wears clothes yes yeah he does so so not that long ago i was talking to somebody and we were just talking in english like like we always do and then, then they said they lent, they said to me are you a um are you a first language Welsh speaker? And I thought, oh, great. You know, but I thought, how can you tell that when I'm speaking to you? But I'm not, and I, but I would love to be known as that. And um, I said, why are you asking that? They said, because you're struggling to find your words. I said, no, I'm just rubbish at speaking English. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, where was I going with this? Now, I've completely lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, I... No, no, it's me. So I, I do. I love the fact. I was watching Yolo Williams. That's where I was. I was yep. watching Yolo Williams, and he was talking about how, um, obviously, geese. They're they're very communal, aren't they? So yeah, I, I like that from the fact of the church point of view. Mm. And um, but they they also they fly. Although they fly in formation, I think everybody knows about the arrow shape, don't they? So it's like yeah. That's that's when you think about the arrow the arrow formation you think wild geese don't you? But what I didn't realise was that actually when they go is very very much determined on the circumstances around them. So yeah. you know they 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 haven't got a predefined moment of right okay 
it's it's September the first. We're off. That that's not how that's yeah. not what happens. Although I don't know how they would tell that anyway. But um, <laughs> but they, calendars they, in their wings. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got they got their iPhones underneath their wings, haven't they? <laughs> um, but yeah. So um, so they go when when the circumstances determine that they're going to go. Um, and I love that because I, that's what I see about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit knows ahead of time and he can react to every circumstance in my life and he can lead me. And I always have that sense of God being ahead of me, ahead of Brilliant. the situation, ahead of what's happening in my life. And uh, and so that whole wild geese thing or goose thing is is really, really good. Can I just also share one other thing? And uh, I know yeah. that we're, we're talking about the Holy Spirit, not not so much us and the church. But what I also love is that when they're in that formation, when the front runner begins to get tired and weaker, they then uh, automatically drop to the back. And, and, and okay. another goose that's stronger and less tired takes over and leads the way. What a beautiful picture of what we should be as a bunch, yeah. a band of brothers, a church, whatever, whatever your thing is, as you listen to this, that it's not about one person out front leading all the time. That person gets tired. That person needs a break. And then we move in and we they, they go to the back. They have a rest. We carry on. Um, I love that. And, and that's the whole wild goose thing is an amazing picture. That's that's very good. That's very cool. Both those facts, actually, isn't it? That the, the geese move as a flock when the time is right, kind of on their own like timing. They know when the right time is to go. Yeah. Um, and a bit like the Holy Spirit, uh, as, as Jesus is talking to Nicodemus here, is that you can sort of see the effects of it or feel the effects of it. You can hear the wind, but you can't tell where it comes from or where it's going. So you, with the geese, you can't necessarily tell. And then that picture you've got of them flying in formation in a triangular shape. So... You know, we, we know that obviously a triangle is also a three-sided, three-cornered shape. So you've got a mm. trini Trinitarian element there, haven't you? Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Triangle is often used in um, art, uh, Christian art especially, to represent <laughs> uh, the Trinity, yeah. God. Uh, but then also what you just said about that formation. First of all, yes, band of brothers, church, community, flying together, you know, flying uh you know yeah together to stronger what's, what's that there's a quote i've heard a lot recently and when you hear the same thing a lot of times you have to start to take notice yeah and i said he i think the quote is he who runs alone runs fast but he who runs with others runs further i've yeah. got no idea where that's come from it could well have come from a fortune cookie um but it i think like there is an truth indian in proverb that. or something like that doesn't but, it but it's true though isn't it, it yeah. Is, if, yeah if we want to run further we run with others and that formation but actually as you were talking about that formation of the geese and that idea of swapping behind i was thinking about the fact they're flying in the slipstream of the the lead goose yeah. and it's like actually you know what as as jesus followers we need to be flying walking in the slipstream of the spirit the slipstream of the holy spirit that's what wow. we need to be staying right uh, can i just say if ever wow. you write yeah. a book john it's that yeah you've got your title now the slipstream of the spirit i love that that's amazing i'm gonna, isn't go, it? I'm gonna go register that now with whoever you register <laughs> book titles with thank you that, i don't know where that came from that must have been a moment of godly inspiration because sounds yeah, it to I'm, me yeah thank you no it's good do you I, know the other thing with, with wild with, goose thing that's really cool isn't it it is but but I don't know when you're when you've been reading about the Celtic Christians. They used to put their boat on the side of the water, set the sail up, 
they wouldn't row anywhere. They would just let the wind take it wherever it was going to take it. And then well, they would see that as that was where God wanted them to be next. And they were very missionally focused. So they was always about the new place that God was taking them to. And they would let nature, the wind, yeah. which would be under the authority of God, take them yeah. to wherever they needed to be. Yeah, John 3, verse 8, the wind blows wherever it wants. Yeah. Just as you can hear the wind but can't tell where it comes from, where it's going, so you can explain how people are born of the Spirit. And so what those Christians are doing is they're like setting up their sail and saying, we are going to go where the wind takes us. They've taken that verse literally. They haven't have, they? haven't they? That's, That's a bit of a challenge. That is a bit of a challenge. Like planning, planning is good. We know planning is, is necessary. And that, that sort of semi-joking quote you made earlier about if the Holy Spirit didn't turn up, 95% or whatever it was would still happen. Probably right. And I think God honours our preparation. God honours when we, we're planning with him in mind. He mm. doesn't just want us to fly by the seat of our whatevers and just make it up as we go along. But at the same time, it's the importance of, I would say, prayer, which we've talked about, leaving prayerful room to be led by, blown mm. by, moved by, guided by the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. What's that Bethel song? Where to Take me into the into the deep waters where my feet were faltered. Do you, do you remember the song? Oh, um, yes, it's. I think it's Hillsong's Oceans. Oh, Hillsong. Ocean. Yeah, yeah, Oceans. I'm just thinking that at the moment and, and, yeah. and how much of an impact that song had on me uh, when yeah. I first came out. And it was like, yeah, you know what? It is, I want to walk out to where if spirit doesn't show up, I'm going to falter, I'm going to drown because that's yeah. the place where, because he always does turn up. It's not, mm. there is no real danger of us ever drowning because he shows up. But there's that act of faith, isn't there, to get to that yeah. place. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. it's... Uh... Yeah, it's good. I, I also, yeah, no, I think you're right. Is that kind of that, that adventurous, adventuring nature as well. Mm. And I think as as people created in the image of God, I think God has put something like that within us. Whether we're super conservative in terms of our unwilling to take risks, I'm not talking conservative theology or politics here, or whether we are like massive risk takers jumping out of a plane and hope for the best people, I think all of us have an element of that adventuring need within us. Yeah. And I think some of that, that, that is only going to be satisfied by that adventure of <laughs> following the spirit being in the slipstream of the spirit or if we're going to go more biblical keeping in step with the spirit i think as, as galatians puts it as paul writes yeah and i think we i think what we're tapping into here is it is it's almost like this is a moment isn't it of memory um remembering what we were created to be so i think yeah. we were created to be adventurous i think we were created to be creative Yes. Uh, we see all of that in God, don't we? So whatever we see in God, we know because we're, we're created in the image of God. That's what we were created to be. But mm. we lose that, don't we? And it might be that you know, we were talking a little bit, weren't we, beforehand about uh, Dusky Kamraig. We're both, we're both yep. learning Welsh. What's the one thing that stops us getting involved in conversations out there with people who are fluent? It's that fear, the fear of fear. not knowing what to say, the, the fear of being made to look silly or or, or foolish uh, and that has a an impact on our lives following god as well i think what stops us from taking the risk what stops us from being adventurous it's that thing of yeah. what if the holy spirit doesn't show up what if mm. he doesn't help me i'm going to just look like a complete and utter burke and <laughs> but the, but that's the point isn't it and yeah. it's like 
you know, we laugh because it's ridiculous. Because if we step out, you know, it's that that thing in Isaiah six, um, Dama v Anvon v. Here I am, send yeah. me. It's like there's no sense of the Holy Spirit's not going to show up. There's no sense of He's going to let us down. That's not even in His nature. And the whole Bible yeah. screams that at us. But um, common sense, logic. Is yeah. not always our greatest friend and we can overthink it and we can choose yeah. not to be adventurous we can choose not to go where the wind blows we choose not to fly in the formation of the wild geese yeah. because we're fearful that we're going to get taken out we're going to be made to look epically stupid and wow uh that i think is probably the biggest achilles heel for us as a generation i think mm. we're biblically less literate than previous generations and therefore yeah. we don't trust the holy spirit anywhere near as much as we should do yeah exactly and uh that's kind of and that's where we started isn't it that's that that quote from toza don't try to know everything you can't yeah. but you'll find him in in the word he's inspired it and he's revealed in his pages and so for us to to know, to get to know and be feel known by, though we already know, but for us to feel we're known by the Holy Spirit, the wild goose, our spread gland, it requires us to spend time reading the word, which is, it teaches us about the Holy Spirit, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And that's why it's like that Psalm, remember we talked, I think, was it last month or the month before, that Psalm 1, mm. you know, we delight in the law of the Lord and then we become like a tree planted by the river. We prosper and we grow and all of that stuff. It all comes back to the word of God, doesn't it? You know, we can't, I, I, I totally and absolutely agree with what you said earlier that, that we can't do this life without the Holy spirit because it's like yeah. literally we can't. Um, but I would also say we can't do this life without, being lovers of the word of god can we and yeah, just sure. you know and i i i say that from i learn my personality type is i learn from experience far more than being told i've gone through periods where i've not valued the word of god and yeah. i know what impact that's had on my life and i know hmm. i think god has off god has at various points in my life reminded me what life is like without jesus just purely because i'm not reading the word of god and it's hmm. horrific it's horrible yeah it is and it well if it, it, it feels exhausting no i'm not saying that life with with the holy spirit and with jesus is a bed of roses of course it's not mm. but actually life without is is even more exhausting because we're trying to fly solo yeah. or we're trying to fly without being in the slipstream of the spirit or without being powered by the holy spirit i uh, i remember i think there's an analogy we've probably heard it or a metaphor i can never remember the difference potato potato um when you <laughs> the, the tomato. holy spirit to us as as followers of jesus is like the fuel in our car but actually, I want to go. I don't think. I think. I don't think that's accurate. I think the Holy Spirit is more than just the fuel, because <laughs> it's Jesus says. With you know, we can only be born again, as in we can only be His follower, if we've experienced the Holy Spirit. So therefore, the Holy Spirit really is probably the engine <laughs> and the car as well. Like that, He's an essential component. The Holy Spirit is fully God, as much as Jesus was, and as much as God the Father is, and so He is essential to us being. A follower of Jesus. Yeah, and I think that, that that kind of works better, doesn't it, with Jesus' comment that I can't I can't do anything that the Father doesn't tell me or show yes. me or whatever. Yes. It's like yes. there, there is to, to 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 say that maybe the Holy Spirit is the fuel 
means that the Holy Spirit's over here. It's, a, it's a, a, on his own. And yeah. then we are the car yeah. or the engine, whatever we want to be. Yeah. And, we're, and, and, and it's like the, the two are divisible and entities in their own mm. right. And I guess in one level they are, but in another, uh, we are, once we come to... That this is the anal- the marriage analogy, isn't it? That when you come to, to when you get married, you become one yeah. flesh. When you follow Jesus, when you accept Jesus as Lord of your life, that you become one with Him. That's yeah. that's what He's praying for in John seventeen. And I'm going to stop there because I'm going to probably push that end up pushing that too far and become completely heretical. Um, so it's just about knowing your limits, isn't it? Can I share something else, though? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, go for it. Uh, go, go into a bit safer territory no, we, now. Know your limits. Yeah, yeah. yeah know your limits. Oh, yeah, I've had to learn that uh, over the years. Um, so um, I always love the phrase, and I think you may already have mentioned it, but the, the, the Holy Spirit leading us into all truth, you know, uh, that that say that, that actually you can't know truth if you don't have the Holy Spirit. And yeah. You can't navigate any situation in life. Um, I think I don't think you can. I don't think that it's possible to come out of any situation, good or bad, well without the Holy Spirit. That's how dependent I think we are on Him. And um, I have had a number of situations in recent times where, whether it be conversations with people that haven't gone well, and uh, I have been maybe the victim of of a naff comment or uh or something and, and temptation has been to walk away offended uh or it's a situation whatever blah 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 it could be anything and, and it can be anything that you've gone through guys as you're listening to this so don't limit it to my experience but whatever situation where you come out a bit bruised from a situation um yep. and particularly i'm talking now about when you are that situation is between people who follow jesus so christians yeah um, what I've realized recently is that there is this thing that this banner that hangs over us all, which is like Jesus is saying in Revelation, um, behold, I make or I am making all things new. It's like I am right now. I'm making everything new, you know, and I, I love this whole thing about. At the beginning of the Bible, Jesus, oh, God says, let there be, and it comes into existence. So he speaks yeah. something and it becomes something. And at the end of the Bible, Jesus is say, doing exactly the same thing. He's speaking, behold, I'm making all things new. And he's, he's making all things new just by the fact that he's speaking. And uh, I, with regard to all the stuff that goes on in our lives, walking away you either can choose to be offended or you can say you can turn back to jesus and just say you're making everything new so this conversation i've had with so and so over there where it didn't go very well and i feel a bit battered and bruised um there is a gospel thread that is running through that there's always a gospel thread running through it but i can't see that gospel thread because all i can see is that that was a horrible moment and i feel a bit battered and bruised Yet with the Holy Spirit, I can I can know and I can trust the fact that Jesus is making all things new, and so therefore I can say, I can say to I don't need to put that right, or or I don't need to strive to get that situation right. I just need to trust that there is, there is you are making all things new, and that there is something in this that you yep. want me to do. There is a way you want me to live in this, 
and that wind is blowing and I'm I'm going to go one way or the other but I want to go in a way that the, the Holy Spirit is blowing and in yeah. that situation everything can turn out perfectly because when Jesus makes all things new everything is absolutely perfect so even in this moment right now the person yeah. who's offended me I could say I, Jesus, you're making them new. That they're perfect. I'm perfect. The situation's perfect. It doesn't feel like it. It's painful at the moment, but I can trust you. And what a way to come through life that you can just say, even in the situations where I'm in deep pain, I have that residual deep trust that Jesus is making all things new and the yes. gospel doesn't stop flowing through the situation. So therefore, I forgive. I move on. I ask forgiveness. Yeah. I move on. The whole situation doesn't need to be uh, broken. It can be redeemed. It can be restored mm. and renewed because of what Jesus is speaking over each and every one of us and all of our situations right now, even as we record this podcast. Isn't that phenomenal? Yeah, I think you're. Uh, yeah, no, I think you're onto something there. And I think even because because we're not perfect, and as you were talking about, sort of that. I think those those situations where we're submitted <laughs> to that uh holy spirit living that jesus following jesus reflecting living that creates perfect circumstance for god then like you said to make things new to redeem and to restore and to fulfill his promises which he does which he is and which we can have hope and trust that he will do as well yeah, yeah. and we can leave everything yeah. in god's hands our family are safe in jesus's hands yeah. our our lives are safe in Jesus' hands. Our work, our our situations, nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing is in danger, and we need the Holy Spirit just to be speaking into us each and every day, just simply to remind us. That's the leading us into yeah. all truth, isn't it? Do you know where it is, safety and that's, is? And that's, yeah, and that's the other verse. Like we've talked about the the Holy Spirit being like the wind, being like the wild goose, which kind of sounds adventurous and exciting, but it kind of maybe sounds a little bit out there a little bit unreachable unobtainable we, we've talked practically what the holy spirit how the holy spirit can be with us um, fulfilling the promises of jesus are making all things new can provide us with and lead us into all truth and that's the other verse that i want to just bring in is in john 14 so later on in john's gospel jesus is talking uh, and jesus says this john 14 verse 15 and 16 um, if you love me obey my commandments and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. Verse 17, he's the Holy Spirit who leads you into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognise him. But you know him because he lives with you now and will later be in you. That's that's like incredible. It's like there's that promise that Jesus gives his disciples and therefore gives us that he will send us and will give us the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that leads us into all truth. And actually, it says the world can't receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognise him. But again, there's a bit of a promise there that if the world isn't looking for him and doesn't recognise him, they won't find him. But because we are looking for him, because we can recognise him through reading the pages of scripture, through kind of following that wild goose, through following the the, the, the wind and the, the breath, if you like, of God, that we are going to see him at work in our lives and live with him helping to be led into the truth that we've talked about um so i don't think it's like i think it's kind of two things at the same time it's like that kind of out there adventuring mystery but at the same time that promise that we have him he's with us 
He helps us, guides us, comforts us, encourages us. That's what advocate means. Leads us into truth. And he is he is with us. Jesus has promised he's here. Wow. Wow. It's almost like we're on holy ground right now. And there's just nothing yeah. else you can say, is there? It's just like, just, guys, just, just bask in that. Sunbathe for a bit in that truth, isn't it? yeah it kind of leaves you speechless it's like a double mind-blowing moment like as we talked about god is kind of that out there we can't understand him which is good that blows your mind but then when we realize that as unreachable and as different as he is we're promised he's with us and it's him that guides us leads us comforts encourages us and because we're looking for him because we're seeking him through God's word, through relationship with, with God, we have him. Wow. It's kind of like a holy mic drop moment, I feel like. I, I don't know. know what to say, to be fair. I don't. It's just, wow. This is, this is why we need him, because without mm. him, it's, it's way too tough. Without him, it makes no sense. Without him, there's no there's no truth is there without him there's no there's no comfort there's no encouragement there is no point yeah there absolutely is no point and it's why when um i've shared in previous podcasts when i was struggling over stuff that didn't go right for my little boy kieran Mm. i could sit on the rock down by the seafront and i felt like i was sitting on god's lap because that's yeah. what the Holy Spirit does. Comes and gives us a cutch. Yeah. I love that word as well that Jesus uses. He uses the word another, that the Holy mm. Spirit is in every way another Jesus. He's like Jesus, but he's available and present with us all. Uniquely, yeah. individually, all at the same time. It, Yeah. Giving us that cutch. Giving us that nudge. Counselling us when we're having... The, the rough stuff of life happening and wow. so correcting us when we need that sort of correction wow no wonder the Celts put their sails up and just let 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 God breathe direction onto them like yeah why wouldn't you if you trust how God could you, that how, how, how could we not how can we not Up in act, John. That's it's uh, mad, isn't it? It's went a bit went a bit deeper than I thought it was going to. In a good way. Yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. What a way to end this series. Yeah. What a what a privilege it's been to explore this with you, John. But also more than mm. that, what an what an honour it is to to have and to know God's God's presence through His Holy Spirit. Yeah, and it's actually it was reading that that Bible verse <laughs> that brought that holy moment. Just like that Tozer quote we had at the beginning, this is how we know the Holy Spirit: opening our Bibles and spending time listening to what God wants to say. Then we get to be in the slipstream of the Spirit. Do you know? I think. I think we're finished. Mm. I just don't think there's anything else to say. And guys, I. My heart right now is 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 shouting to me to leave you guys with this because I, it's, it's impacting me, and I think yeah. I think we need to 
we need to just think on and meditate on who the Holy Spirit is and what he is doing in each of our lives. John, it's been an absolute privilege to to talk about this stuff with you. And I know that I've got a lot of thinking to do after this and I'm excited about that. Excited to see what God does with this and how he leads us. Um, And thank you for, for sharing the stuff that you shared today because it's it is powerful stuff yeah no, it's been it's been a, a really helpful really strengthening exploration uh with you into this subject of of why we need the holy spirit why we need god's presence yeah absolutely so guys that's it we're finished for this this uh month um just a short heads up because i don't want to talk for too much from next month so from september we're going topical we we know that life is uh really hard to navigate right now as men of god as followers of jesus as not just as men of god as 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 people of god so each month we don't know what we're going to be talking about each month but we know we're going to be talking about what's going on in the world in our lives in your lives and we're going to try and uh help um, as many people as choose to listen to this, to to see that gospel thread in the real nitty gritty situations of life. So we look forward to that. That's going to be exciting. And um, I just pray now, I pray for all of you. Jesus, just speak into our hearts, speak into every heart and every mind that's listening to this today and help us to see the Holy Spirit for who he really is, to trust him, to love him, to worship him, and to to just let him have his way in our lives in every possible way. Dioch Yesi. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Awesome. Thank you, John. And I look forward to next month uh, to whatever it is that God has for us. Me too. When oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace, for I am yours, and you